Hello and welcome to the Locked On Leafs podcast, your one-stop shop for all things Leafs. I'm your host, Mike DiStefano, also known as Al's brother from TSN's Overdrive. You can find me on Twitter at Mickey underscore Canuck. You can hit up the show on Twitter as well at Locked On Leafs. Uh, All right, going to be a quick show today. We just have some news to go over because... There's actually some rumblings coming out of the NHL. Gary Bettman sat down. He had a conversation today uh, with Sportsnet and with uh, Ron McLean. So there was some good stuff th- from there that we could pick apart um, and kind of discuss. And I give my thoughts on that. Also, Florida President Matt Caldwell uh, coming in and telling the media quite a bit actually about what uh, Gary Bettman and the rest of the presidents and, and governors have been discussing uh, in their internal meetings so uh, we'll, we'll get to all that uh, so we'll, well we'll get to it now actually because um, again just going to be a quick short one just kind of updating on what's going on there um, and then tomorrow actually I'm going to have uh, Dave Morissuti on uh, from Sportsnet and he and I are going to do dueling mock drafts so in, in light of the NFL draft it being draft week in the NFL, uh, I thought it'd be kind of a, a good time to do a dueling mock draft for all-time Leaf team. So he and I are going to kind of go. We're going to pick uh, one team or one player in each round, uh, and then at the end we're going to see whose team stacks up better. I'll post both teams to Twitter, and then I'll post a poll, and then it's on you guys. You guys vote who is the better team, Team Stefano or Team Morisuti. Tell you what, I think it's going to be me. I've been up all night. I've been scouting. I made my lists. I'm 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 in draft mode. Whether it's the NFL or the NHL or Locked On Leafs draft, I'm in a pretty good spot right now. I think that I uh, have some sleepers that I'm going to surprise Dave with some some good sleeper picks, mid draft uh, gems, if you will. But uh, let's let's get to today's workings here so let's chat about what's going on in the hockey world uh, rumblings of there being hockey potentially returning in july so like i talked about earlier florida president matt caldwell saying in a conference call with some reporters uh andy slater took to twitter to kind of uh outline some of the uh, um the real big news that he talked about so andy slater on twitter says just in nhl looking at restarting season in july which is something that we kind of already knew that was what their target date was going to be uh based on what the officials have been telling them at least uh, games would be played at four or five neutral sites with limited or no fans according to florida panthers president matt caldwell on the conference call he said the plan is not yet finalized um so we know this to be true because actually Gary Bettman later today uh, also came in and had a conversation with Ron McLean from Sportsnet basically saying the exact same thing. Yes, they're, they're hoping to open it back up in July, although, you know, because he's Jerry Bettman and everything he's such you know he's such a lawyer he never puts anything in stone it's all written in pencil he's just saying these are ideas that they're talking about so but something that he did say is that you know a lot of conversations were happening oh maybe they can do you know neutral site games at university stadiums and kind of house everybody and just kind of do a a one city or, or or a couple of cities at university games just do neutral sites so that it's fair um, he kind of uh, he he basically poo pooed that idea, and he said, "No, that's 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 not going to work. We need bigger facilities. We need the NHL level facilities in order to uh, to play NHL games. Whether it means uh, you know you need the facility for broadcasting reasons or you need the facility for health and regulation reasons." Um, so he said that if they do end up doing some neutral site games, uh, they're more likely uh, it, you know they'll pick. 
you know, some cities, but they're going to be NHL cities with NHL ranks. Um, I, what I, I kind of discussed this a little bit ago, uh, last week or two weeks ago when this idea first got floated out into the public. You know, it makes sense. I thought maybe pick one city per division uh, and then kind of play out your division, your games within your division and kind of play out uh, a little bit of the regular season because for some reason they want to finish the regular season. I mean, I, I guess it makes sense, but I think it'd be better just to play a couple of games but not actually finish it uh, or even scale everyone back to game 65 and wherever you're at at that point. That That's that's where we're finishing up the year and you start off with the playoffs but doesn't look like that's going to happen if they do come back they do want to play some games before they get to the playoffs um so the four cities that they potentially are looking into uh, maybe a fifth city i guess was also being mentioned but there's three cities right now that are being reported as as good host sites that i guess work in terms of not having uh or being able to being open for the capacity and that's edmonton minnesota and carolina which is interesting not a traditional hockey market but uh, them being open for business and and ready to to host something like this would be huge Uh, i would assume that they would like to get at least one more uh one more city to come on board uh but again uh maybe that would be in phoenix but he did also say that it doesn't necessarily have to be one in each division. Um, so just because there's no Atlantic team in that Edmonton, Minnesota, and Carolina report, it doesn't mean that you're guaranteed to get an Atlantic team to do the rest. So it's not like everyone's going to go down to Sunrise or to Tampa or up to Toronto. Uh, it just it might not work out that way. They may end up sending a division, the Atlantic division, to Arizona. You know, they're going to try and go into places that aren't so populated with COVID-19, um, and that might be how how it'll be. So. Uh, so the Atlanta games, they could be played in Edmonton, Minnesota, Carolina, or they could find another host city to, to play in. Uh, but that seems to be the way that they're thinking about trying to get things rolling. Um, the, the other thing that I'm curious about, too, is the only way to get this done is if you honestly isolate these players while they're uh, in these cities. you know, And that's what they're saying. They're going to have to test them every single week. They're going to have to make sure that they're keeping healthy, keeping uh, social distancing from everybody, social distancing from the public, and uh, just make sure that, you know, you don't get it. Because I think if if one player gets COVID-19 and they test positive, that's just going to shut everything down again. So everyone's got to sign up for this. They got to be on board for this. And essentially, you know, I mean, right now they've been on a two-month quarantine anyways, so it's not like it's it's going to be much different. At least now they'll be able to play hockey and earn their paychecks. So it won't be that bad, but um, that's it's going to have to be a buy-in from everybody, and that's the only way that we're going to see hockey and we're going to see a, a resumption and an end to the 2019-2020 season because if we don't get that, we're not going to see hockey again until next year uh, at best. So... Uh, we'll, we'll be monitoring that situation again. Bear, uh, Gary Bettman saying nothing set in stone. It's all still preliminary. They're all just talking, trying to come up with the best possible ideas. But first and foremost, they want to make sure that everybody and their families are going to be safe and that it is safe to continue to play hockey. Again, there won't be any fans in the stands, uh, probably not at all this season. Even if there's a playoffs and a Stanley Cup final, you know, the Leafs, if they go on a long run and the Leafs end up in the finals, it sucks 
but we're probably not going to be able to buy tickets and go to the game. It's just not going to be the case. Uh, hopefully, we'll at least be able to celebrate with some sort of parade, I would hope. But again, who knows? Because we just don't know how long uh, these social distancing policies are going to be in place. You know, they may allow the sports to happen, but at the same time, they're still not going to be allowed public parades and, and festivals. You know, there's festivals in Toronto getting canceled left, right, and center. I know that some places are already starting to cancel their July 1 Canada Day festivals um, and, and parades. So we're not going to know this stuff for a little bit. We're still a ways away. They have two and a half months to kind of hammer out the details. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of figure out, hopefully in the next month or two, uh, or next maybe month, five weeks whether or not they'll have to to really drop the hammer and have a, a set date of, of whether or not they're going to return sports this season whether it's the nba nhl uh or if the mlb when they pick back up um the other thing that uh the nhl mentioned that they're doing is they'll be monitoring the nfl draft to, uh, tomorrow to see how smoothly it runs, uh, reports are, are suggesting that the NHL could still hold their draft in June before games get going just to kind of get it out of the way and they could do it virtually. Um, there's a few problems with that. I, uh, well, I think what the biggest problem uh, is the fact that a team could win the lottery, get Alexi Lafreniere, and then when they resume play a couple of weeks later, end up getting themselves into a playoff spot and then winning the Stanley Cup. Could you imagine? So a team like Minnesota, who's a point out of the playoffs and have some games in hand, if they go on a run in the last couple of weeks and get themselves into the playoffs, but then they also, back in June, had won the draft lottery and ended up drafting, uh, even if they don't get number one, but if, even if they jump all the way up into the top two or three and they get a guy like Lafreniere or they get a guy like Byfield, uh, Drysdale, and then they end up making the playoffs and then go on a long run and win the Stanley Cup a month later... Like, could you imagine how upset a team like Ottawa or Detroit would be, these teams who are totally out of it, and then you allowed a team because you decided to do it before the playoffs even happened, before you made, kind of made a drop set date of teams who could be eligible for, um, for uh, the lottery, and they go on to win, and they get the best of both worlds. You know, that's something in one scenario that could be an issue. And Bettman did talk about that. And he said, yeah, that is one scenario where that could happen. So, you know, they're, they're still talking. That's not 100% what they're comfortable with doing. Um, another big problem, how are you going to trade? Like, you wouldn't be able to trade at the draft, which is a big issue to me because that's where a lot of these, these big trades materialize is at the draft. You know, that's where a lot of these big contracts get moved. Superstars get dealt for first-round picks. Uh, it's it's a way for teams to rebuild. Uh, and without it, if, if, you know, the season doesn't pick back up before they do the, the draft, these teams aren't going to be able to trade at all. And some of these assets that they thought they might be able to move, they're not going to be able to move. It's, it's going to be a weird, weird draft if that is the case. So I, I'm not in favor of doing an early draft 
it really doesn't make that much sense to me. I understand that they want to have, they're, they're going to have a shortened off season. So if they can at least, at the very most, get the draft out of the way early so they don't have to worry about that when they finish the games at the end of August or potentially even as, as late as September, they won't have to worry about it. And I know that's the line of thinking, but at the same time, there creates so many problems with that that I don't know if it's worth it. You know, it's it's really just like a couple of days. Like you do the, the day one on the Friday, and then you do rounds two through seven on the Saturday. That's how it's done for years. And I I don't think that those two days, um, just to have those two days kind of pushed so far up in the schedule and 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 uh, and get it done before, is worth all these potential headaches that it could cause so i'm not a fan of that i would rather to see the nhl draft and and free agency and all that when and if they finish the season so if it comes down to it and it's it's june 1st or it's mid-june and they decide you know what we're not going to be holding we're not going through with the rest of the season you know it's still uh still too risky to go out there and play so we're not going to do it that's what the health officials are telling us uh we are basically forfeiting the rest of the season okay now you can hold your draft in June. Now you can hold your uh, the rest of your off-season uh, works. You could do July 1 and, and so on and so forth. But until you drop the hammer and you say, okay, we're no longer going forward with this year, I do not think you go ahead with the draft. I think you got to do it after the season is officially over because there are just too many problems uh, with doing it early. So that's just my opinion. I, I just I, I don't want I don't want a problem when there doesn't have to be uh, and, and the draft like I love the draft it's one of my favorite times of the year at really any draft like I'm one of those weird people that will have my eyes glued to MLB.com during the baseball draft like who does that nobody but I do because I'm curious to see what the Blue Jays do and who their next prospects are going to be and I do the exact same thing with the Leafs I care about who their seventh round pick is going to be in June like I cared when they traded a sixth round pick for god knows what uh just moving away picks for nothing they've been giving away picks like candy when they're trading away first round picks just to get rid of marlo's contract it's like okay that's two years in a row now without a first round pick you know the draft is really important like where do you think you got your Mariners, your matthews and your Nylanders? you drafted those guys like you're you're not quite at the at the point where you can't afford to stop drafting. But anyways, that's not this conversation. The conversation that we're having that I guess I'm finishing up is the NHL still having conversations about what they want to do for the rest of the year. Everything is still very much up in the air and they're not sure what's going to happen. So uh, whether we see hockey continue or not, we don't know. Um, but there are conversations of whether or not they're going to do the draft before they resume games. My stance, don't do it. It's going to be really problematic and really, really tricky. Not only for this whole lottery and cup thing. And, and, and actually, Gary Bettman did say that maybe they put in a stipulation how you can only move up X amount of spots. So, you know, for example, Minnesota, like I said earlier, could only move up five spots in the lottery. Uh, wouldn't be able to move all the way up, which is kind of the way it was before, um, but it was just with the top five teams. Whereas now, um, they'd be able to do both. So, you know, you put that little 
fix, I guess, on the way that the lottery is done. I guess that negates a team winning a lottery and a Stanley Cup. Uh, but still, I think that the bigger thing is the trades. Like, how do you get around not making any trades at the draft? It's going to be a very boring draft and a pretty unproductive draft for a lot of teams if all they're doing is making picks. And especially if it's teams who don't have many picks, like the Maple Leafs. Like, the, this is where they can move a guy like Andreas Janssen or a Kasperi Kapanen, you know, some someone who has a, a lot of cap left on their on their deals that they can move off from and move on from, who at this point is, is kind of, uh, I would say they're, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? Um, they're replaceable. You know, like I, I think Janssen, as good as a player he is, I think other players have really stepped up and kind of took his place while he's been injured. And, you know, we might not need him anymore. So I think uh, it's it's going to be interesting to see how everything kind of shakes out. And hopefully we know in the next little bit. Um, but who knows? Everything's changing minute by minute. One, one minute or one week, I'm thinking, yeah, I don't know if we're going to see hockey. And then the next, it's like, okay, we're thinking about playing some hockey. And then I see some doctor come out and say, yeah, we're probably going to be experiencing this COVID-19. Like, this is the normality. This is going to be the normality for the next 18 months. And I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, what? Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. At least if we can get sports back and we can watch our beloved Maple Leafs again, then uh, maybe we'll feel a little bit better and and it'll be a little bit easier to get through these, these quarantine days and nights. Um, but who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? All right. Uh, so, yeah, that's going to do it for the show today. Uh, I'd like to thank you for listening and supporting the show. You can subscribe to the Lockdown Leafs podcast on all podcast platforms and receive daily Leafs content. You can follow the show on Twitter at Lockdown Leafs. Remember to follow myself as well at Mickey underscore Canuck. All right. Uh, be sure to check back in tomorrow because, like I said, we're going to be doing a fun little Leafs all-time roster mock draft, dueling mock draft with myself and Sportsnet's uh, Dave Morissuti. So you'll surely want to check that out. In the meantime, go check out Locked On NHL for some more great hockey talk. Until then, keep it locked right here on Locked On Leafs.